Good morning. Good morning, everybody. We hope you're having a wonderful day. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and I want to welcome you to Pillow Talk with Dr. Boyce and Dr. Alicia Watkins. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I'm here with my lovely wife, Dr. Alicia. How you doing today, babe? Good morning. I'm trying to wake <clears throat> up for real. I'm trying yeah. to wake up, but you know, this topic really got me up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Twerking for votes. Twerking <laughs> for votes. You know, I, I'm gonna tell you, I'm 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 really excited about this topic because I think there's a lot to there's a lot to unpack here. A whole lot to unpack. We're unpacking <laughs> our Samsonites up in this mug. I, I'm I'm unpacking my Tumi. How about that? We're gonna do some. We're gonna do some expensive unpacking. <laughs> well, you, you did buy me that expensive Tumi bag during our honeymoon. Two. I bought you two, and then three. I bought you another one. Oh. The bag. So don't come on. She bought me Tumi bags because I'm such a great lover. <laughs> you gotta do what you can uh-huh. well good morning everybody uh if you could do us a favor let's do some quick housekeeping can you guys hear us uh give us a yes in the chat if you can hear us i see gregory quick is in here Corey, monique uh terrence tech marcia connie lee banks how you doing fader lay real legit how you doing just say yes in the chat if you can hear us okay um i want to make sure we're coming through all right and also, uh, feel free to shout out your city. We like to see what cities you guys are coming from. Uh, we know you're coming in from all over the world, and we, we want to show respect, respect to your hood. And uh, <laughs> and so, uh, all right, let's let's kind of, uh, you know, Look twer- at that. twerking. The topic for today <laughs> is twerking. All right. So, um, first off, let me ask y'all a question. Um, I, I see Noonan, Georgia in here. Um how many of y'all saw that that whole story? Uh, like Marlon from Detroit. Did you see the story about the twerking senator, <laughs> Tierra Mack? That's her name, Tierra Mack. How many of y'all saw the story about the twerking senator? Um, and basically, Tierra is a lady who uh, is a, a state senator out of Rhode Island, and she was twerking to, um, I guess, get attention for her campaign or something. It was a, her campaign ad. Well, you know what? Um, it's almost like um, Lizzo has made her way into politics. Mm. She's like the Lizzo She's like the of Lizzo. a congressman. <laughs> Ooh, the Lizzo of politics. Yeah. Ooh. That's the very first thing that came to my mind. Oh, Lord. I said, look at this. Wow. Just no shame at all. <laughs> Put it right on <laughs> well, out there. <laughs> well, why don't we let Tierra speak for herself? I, I have a little clip. Y'all want to see the clip? Uh, first of all, before I show the clip, though, I want to ask y'all, how many of you, as you come in, please hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Make sure you please do that. Uh, also, just a reminder, you're watching Pillow Talk with Dr. Boyce and Dr. Alicia Watkins. And I'm a professor. My wife is a professor of social work. I'm in finance. And we like to try to have intelligent conversations about things happening in the black community. So, uh, first of all, let me ask y'all a question. Um, give me a, in the chat, give me a thumbs up or thumbs down. Like, what do you think about what Senator Mack did? Do you think it was a thumbs up? Do you think it was a thumbs down? Do you think it was just neutral? Like, do you just think, like, who cares? It's not a big deal. Um, you know, everybody twerking these days. What do y'all think? A thumbs up or thumbs down? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Darlene and Eric Phelps, or Eric Fields and Chris Chris MC. I'd be curious. To, you know, I, I can say I'm going to have to give it a thumbs thumbs down. You give it a thumbs down. Okay. Yeah, I just, you know. I, I she went too far for you. <laughs> Well, you know, I think that there's, let's just say like this, you know, I heard her reference gender, right? Like, I, I think that that's kind of what happens, unfortunately, when you have certain groups that that are defined as protected classes, right? So 
LGBT, you know, LGBT women's rights and, and even black, even black people. We when we when you seem to the protected class, it almost seems like sometimes you can excuse anything you do by saying, well, look at me, I'm LGBT. And the reason you're attacking me is because I'm LGBT or because I'm a woman, because I'm black. Right. Well, sometimes you're just being trifling. You think she's being trifling? Well, you know, I think that just sort of here's the deal. So she used gender. She was talking about Roe versus Wade, right? And saying the state owns my body and I'm as a as a woman, ah. as a black as a as a queer black woman. I mean, she checks all the boxes. Okay. I didn't know until recently she was a queer black woman. And so that's her protest against what's happening with legislation of women's body. Okay. So it's a um it's 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 a philosophical disagreement and she's taking it out in this way. It's art voice. Well, you it's know, like it's a it's an expression of her outrage. It is, it is. <laughs> but but here's the thing, right? I heard her say something like, you know, I, I could swore or somebody defended her by saying, well, you know, as a man, I I I I take pictures of my shirt off and you know, on the beach and nobody gives me a problem. And I'm like, no, that's not the same. If you want to really make a parallel, if I was running, imagine this, imagine if I was running for Senate and I pulled out my penis and I swung my penis during the campaign ad and said, I'm doing, I'm doing um, penis twerking. How would that, that look? that thing, penis twerking? I'm sure someone will come up with it at some point. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure someone out there is already trying to start the trend because the world has, we, we have officially become Sodom and Gomorrah. But seriously, like, like what if I, what if I just said, you know, I'm going to do some penis twerking. I'm going to shake my, I'm going to shake my junk. You know, it don't matter if your kids are watching. Well, and, kids and it, don't vote. Kids don't vote. Boys, you may get some votes. <laughs> you, get... you know, well, I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> No, but but in all seriousness, though, yeah, like 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 seriously, if, and you know, and that's kind of that, and that's I think a legitimate, a valid point to kind of say, you know, like come on now, you know, you've got to have talents other than that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and and it's almost like a um clownish kind of behavior that it's it's it, to me it reeks of desperation, right? It's an eco, it can be an economic conversation, right? Because I would be willing to bet you that probably as a black woman she probably doesn't get the funding that she'd like to have to do the things she wants to do right so in mm-hmm. because she doesn't have the funding she's got to do um organic things that can go viral on the internet so sometimes if you don't have the support you need you just say well let me find something really outlandish and outrageous mm-hmm. and and humiliate my people you know it, it just so i can get this attention it, it like a menstrual show and i almost feel like that's kind of what was going on here what do you think yeah, and and she did talk about that. She said, "I do not get the respect that I need in Congress." So I'm not certain what her freshman year do they call it her freshman term in Congress was like for her. Mm. And so she spoke well, about. She's not in Congress. She's a state. Senator. She's a state senator. So she's a congresswoman of the state. Right. State congresswoman. Yeah. So in in Rhode Island, I don't know. I don't know any black people in Rhode Island. Mm, that's so, so true. Like, you gotta be gay, liberal. It's a little like, you tiny gotta, you state. Gotta, if you black in Rhode Island, you gotta check all those boxes so white people will love you. I don't. You know. can't be like I'm just a regular black woman with with a spouse and children. It's gotta be like I'm gay. I'm liberal. I'm this. I'm that. You gotta find your allies, I guess. Yeah. So um, she spoke about because you wrote you read an article to me, um, which piqued my interest. She spoke about how difficult 
the difficult time she had in as a congresswoman, state congresswoman in her freshman term. She talked about mm-hmm. um, that she uh, she was up against quite a few obstacles. And mm-hmm. so with that, I'm thinking, gee, this poor lady. She It seemed like she was doing this out of like frustration and anger. And um, she tried to get her point across. Apparently, she wasn't very successful in her um, campaign goals or what she campaigned upon. She's trying to push forth um, some legislation, apparently, and it didn't very go very far. She was really frustrated. Mm-hmm. So it seemed like to me, first of all, she's very talented. Who can stand on their head like that and, and move their body like that? Good grief. Well, that is true. That well, is let's talent. Get, let's, you know, and, maybe, <laughs> and perhaps she is in the wrong profession. Maybe I don't she know. Needs to... <laughs> she needs, you know, she, well, you know, anyone with talent like that should never be hurting for money. Yeah. I'm sure there's dudes that would just throw all kinds of dollar bills in her direction. Like, but but anyway, okay, let's get back. All right, so by the way, you're, you're listening to Pillow Talk with Dr. Boyce and Dr. Alicia Watkins, where we get together and try to have intelligent and fun conversations about interesting topics happening in the Black community. Uh, if you'd like to uh, learn more and uh, subscribe and also get uh, lots of free support and advice on your relationships, your finances, and everything in between, uh, go to boyceandalicia.com. That's boyceandalicia.com. There's lots of free stuff there. So let me play. Let me let Senator Max speak for herself. Okay. And uh, and, and she say. did achieve one goal. We are saying her name. You know, we got her name all in our mouths. So that maybe that's the objective. But let me play this video right quick. I want you guys to kind of see uh, what, what she did and kind of how she sort of responded. So here we go. Senator Mack, do y'all really just be coming on the internet without knowing how to do a simple Google search? I'm a state senator, baby girl. The United States got nothing to do with me. Please do not hop on to the internet in 2022 as if the insurrection did not happen. Go talk to an insurrectionist. Go talk to y'all's old president. Don't come to me with this nonsense. Like, please. I don't know why I'm justifying this with a response, but LOL. I literally won my election 60% to 40%. I'm looking to get reelected. Bye. Okay, so it sounds to me like like she's... What did, you, what did you pick up? I mean, as a therapist, you know, I know you can't do an armchair diagnosis like that per se, but if you're just sort of watching this and you're seeing her on social media responding to comments and criticisms, do you feel, do you sense like some defensiveness there? Like, what do you think is really, what do you think she's feeling, you know, as a result of the response and backlash? Well, she's trying to say, you know, I'm legitimate. I got 60% of the votes. Mm-hmm. You know, when I won, I won in a lot of, and that's a good, that's a pretty good landslide. So she's popular up there in Rhode Island. Mm. Let's see, maybe Rhode Island is changing. <laughs> well, you know, so she's yeah. saying, I got 60% of the vote. Don't tell me, and I'm sorry, that insurrection stuff, um, what is that, uh, January 6th insurrection? Mm-hmm. Like, have you been listening to the trials? No, not, not that much. You should really tone in. It, it was, I learned, it, NPR's been playing it live. And so I just happened to be in a car listening to it. It is really incriminating evidence that they have about that insurrection so i'm real curious to see where that's gonna go mm. the insurrection like it that was um absolutely ridiculous what just happened with the well, insurrection and i don't think it's i know i've heard you compare it to black lives matter um protests but it just seemed like it was a little extra for me well you know I, here's what i don't get 
what does the insurrection have to do with you twerking your booty on the beach? She's like, frustrated. Like, like, right, and I get it. I, she feels like her voice hasn't been heard. She's like, I have to twerk. As a black woman, I have to twerk in order for my voice to be heard. But, I have but to put voice, my body out there. But her there. voice isn't being heard. Well, I, I don't agree with her, but I'm saying I mean, that's Michelle, what she's saying. Is Michelle Obama ain't twerking. You know, her voice is heard. You know, that like, uh, mm -hmm. there's black women that get heard that aren't doing that. You know, and I think, and and I think that, but I think that the mm -hmm. louder, the the more twerking you have, the more black women are gonna be ignored. It's like, oh, well, you're a black woman, come on, just shake that booty, shake that ass. Like I don't really want to hear what you have to say. Mm -hmm. I don't really respect your brain. I don't respect your perspective. And I and I really think that this idea of break invoking the insurrection to talk about your twerking. That does that connection does not compute. That's like if you say, "Boys, mm -hmm. why were you, you know, why were you slinging your junk in front of the children?" And I say, "Well, because, um, because Joe Biden is a terrible president. Like that ain't got one ain't got nothing to do with the cost of tea in China to me." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, she she is trying to say, "Now you know my name and you know who I am." So apparently, she's responding to the fact that it wasn't uproar on the internet, and she said, "Now I'm going to say what I want to say." Now that I've got your attention, hello everyone, I've got your attention. Now she's gonna say, you know, and I um I'm not saying that she's right about what she's doing, but I'm saying that she feels like her voice is silent. Mm. And so she has to do these outrageous things to get everybody's attention. She has to have this gimmick to separate herself so mm. that her voice can be heard. She feels I, felt like she was silenced. And I know as a black woman, I know what that feels like. Like my my voice has been diminished and silenced and I've just been thrown away in in some circles. And so, um, and it is frustrating. I'm not saying I would go and twerk and stuff or do anything like that, but that's the name of the game. Baby, twerking is not the answer. Twerk's and, not and, the answer. Right. And, and also, <laughs> let's just think about it real quick, though. What did she say that isn't already being said? She brought up the insurrection. Or is nobody, are liberals not talking about the insurrection? Like, is, is that, yeah. no, seriously, like, what, what else? Uh, did she, she talked about Roe versus Wade. She uh, did is, talk about is nobody discussing Roe versus Wade? Like, is that just some uniquely insightful comment that we don't agree with Roe versus Wade? Like, does that blow people's mind? Like, oh my God, there's a liberal who disagrees with Roe versus Wade. Well, she wants like, her voice heard. She wants people to pay attention to her. Right. And and I and that's and I do agree with that. I do mm -hmm. agree she wants attention, right? But I don't think it's like I want attention, I want to bring attention to the mm -hmm. cause by twerking. I think she's like, I want to bring attention to me. To twerking. my voice, yeah. She was right. very cute, very yeah, yeah. I'm gonna sing the same Here's song that every say. other, you know, black gay liberal woman would might might sing, right? The the same, you know, it's it's, it's the Roe v. Wade so song, it's the insurrection mm -hmm. song, it's the talk to y'all's former president song, right? Like, there's a lot of um, when I hear her speaking, it sounds like like the political version of gang affiliation. It's like. I'm literally going to say a bunch of things that you could probably predict would come out of my mouth anyway because because I'm grabbing all these labels, right? She mm -hmm. she's an as a gay black woman, as a black woman, blah, 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 right? She's she's grabbing these labels. And to me, there's nothing unique in there in that voice. There's nothing there that really just says, okay, I'm I'm really different. Um, or I'm really representing the black community in a unique way. Um, it was she didn't say the black community. She said the gay black community, gay female. Right. And I think that's black okay. Community. I, I think, that's you know what she's what, saying. I, and I think the gay female black community deserves representation like they everybody do. else, without yes. without a doubt. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> but one of the challenges that I see from people who are not gay is they feel that the black family is is disrupted 
by some of the buffoonery that is sort of being accepted and rewarded, mm-hmm. um, you know, in, in, in public. You know, when, when you have an intelligent black woman who's got to go twerk in order to get white people to love her, that doesn't make a lot of black people feel very good about themselves. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Nobody loved her, right? Because when you were reading that article to me, um, I noticed that the Republicans and the Democrats alike both said what she did was terrible and outrageous. So this black woman, this black gay woman is actually bridging the divide between Republicans and Democrats, which I never thought it was even possible. (laughs) (laughs) She's actually bringing them together. Can you believe her twerking upside down actually put Democrats and Republicans on the same page on an issue? I never thought it was even possible because they are divided on everything possible. So well, go ahead for that. <laughs> well, by the way, you're listening to Pillow Talk with Dr. Boyce and Dr. Alicia Watkins. I'm Dr. Boyce Watkins, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Dr. Alicia Watkins. And we're talking about <clears throat> T- Senator Tierra Mack out of Rhode Island, who decided to twerk for votes. And a lot of y'all have been talking about it. A lot of y'all were asking us what our perspective was on it. And uh, this is what we're sharing. Do us a favor. Please hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Uh, if you like some uh, free stuff on how to shift your money mindset, how to have healthy relationships, we're really good at that. We're not just, um, we don't just have opinions. We actually have research backing all of our perspectives. So if you're interested in learning more, uh, just go to boysonalisha.com. Uh, the URL's on the screen. All right. So, <clears throat> so, so, so here's, here's the thing, right? So I think that um, when, when I see this, I, I clearly saw this as a, as a push for attention to say, what extreme thing can I do? Now, one of the things that you got to really consider as well is Senator Mack had received a lot of criticism for pushing through um, some legislation, some really heavy legislation on um, teaching kids about sex. Mm-hmm. And she wanted it to, mm-hmm. you know, to, to come at it from a pleasure-based perspective and really talk to kids about sexual pleasure and things like that. And, and a lot of people didn't like it. A lot of people felt like it was grooming. And, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, I, and I'm not going to get into that debate. But I will say that, you know, I don't think it's inconceivable to really say, you know, that when you're talking about, <clears throat> uh, you know, people's behavior in public versus private, mm-hmm. I wonder if there are scenarios where, a person's sexual dysfunction or sexual addiction kind of spills out and they don't even know it because they think this is normal behavior. They, you know, she thinks that standing on her head and twerking, you know, in, in a campaign ad is, is perfectly fine, perfectly normal. But everybody else is like, what are you doing? And again, I compare it. Like if I was a man and I said, let me just pull my, let me just pull my junk out so everybody can see my junk. People would be like, boys, that's not, that's abnormal behavior. You know, and, and it makes me wonder um, you know, if there's a conversation to be had there to say, like, you know, are you really displaying some kind of mental illness that people have already accused you of having? They've accused you mm-hmm. of targeting kids in, in a way that's inappropriate. They've, they've accused her of that. Right. And now you are doing things that doesn't really serve to show yourself as a balanced human being. You know, you don't you don't even understand why people think that the twerking is kind of strange. And again, if it were a man, this again to see my point. I want everybody to imagine if it was a man who said, "I'm gonna pull my junk out in my campaign ad and shake and wiggle my junk." That would be you'd be like R. Kelly. They'd be trying to lock you up like Bill Cosby. 
What do you think? Wait, lock you up by Bill Cosby? No, they, yeah, if, if a man pulls out, like, think about I that. I don't know. I mean, there, there was a comedian. R. That, Kelly and Bill, <clears throat> I don't know if you're on that R. Kelly, Bill Cosby. Well, well, well there, remember, though, there was that one comedian, C.K. Lewis, who um, pulled his stuff out, you know, and with, with some women. It wasn't, I don't think there's any proof. I think there was just like, they just said he pulled his stuff out. And next thing you know, he was getting canceled and things like that, right? So to me, it's kind of like when I see somebody twerking, mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, you're, pull, you're you pulling mean. your stuff out. You're basically pulling your junk out. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I see what you mean. But I mean, it's it's just weird how people judge. Like people in Congress, um, it to me, that's always strange when they start judging other people's behavior because nobody's more outrageous than what congressmen do behind closed doors you know so here they are judging her but um his history has seen very interesting examples of how congress people can do really bizarre things behind closed door so they're judging her for things that they do behind closed doors to me like some of the decisions that they make some of the uh you declare war when you declare war on another country you're basically killing children and mothers and all these other things and so for your own interest so i mean where do we draw the morality line you know she hasn't hurt i mean she i i wouldn't promote i wouldn't um suggest anybody doing that i'm not but i don't want to judge it you know just as um uh, there are a lot of things that we vote for as a country that politicians vote for Democrats and Republicans. So I don't think the Democrats and Republicans can take a moral high road when it comes to um, what's right and wrong in this country, personally. Well, you know, let me just say this. I, I think that we should take a moment of silence and just really just kind of show some basic appreciation for how hard it is to stand on your head and twerk. That's what I time. said. She's got something. I mean, that that's really, I mean, I'm like, you got to practice. So that means she's at home practicing all the time. Like, <laughs> I mean, really, you, you can't you can't just be like, oh, I'm running for Congress or something or whatever, yeah. and I'm going to just pick up a new skill over the weekend. Like, this takes a lot of training. You yeah. got to take a class to do that. I, I just, I just want to stop and just kind of process that for a moment, how hard that yeah. is. Yeah, it is. And, you know, the thing is, is that I... I thought I heard you read that she graduated from Brown. She's an Ivy League graduate, so she's extremely intelligent. So the fact that she has to go to such length, mm. you know, it, it just tells you my intelligence got me nowhere. So I'm just going to do this. Well, I, I think that, you know, well, you know, intelligence will get you somewhere. It just it may just, not. It she just feels may like not, it didn't. Intelligence will get you somewhere. It just may not get you everywhere you want to go. You know, okay. like, so, so, you know, like my intelligence, your intelligence, it got us somewhere. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, but I'm sure I could have gone further if I was robbing and killing people or, you know, wiggling my junk or, you know, engaging in buffoonish behavior. You let right? all so, that go to waste voice. I know I sure did. Well, you know what? Shame on you. <laughs> well, let me just say this, you know, Dr. Claude Anderson last night during our book club meeting, we were reading Powernomics and he talked about inappropriate behavior from black public figures. Mm -hmm. He talked about the fact that the black community does struggle because we have no standards we have in his mind he, he says you know where are the standards where where is it when you hold people accountable and kind of say this ain't cool you can't be doing this mm -hmm. you know but anyway let me let me read some of what um senator mack has to say um you know she she wrote an article in newsweek she says i'm a rhode island state senator i was elected 
2024, two-year term, I am a formerly low-income queer Black woman, and I stand for justice and liberation, particularly highlighting the experiences of Black and brown people in the U.S. Okay. So that's when she's grabbing all the labels. Um, uh, our session ended at the end of June a few weeks ago, so I took some time off and just recently launched my campaign for re-election. July 4th in the U.S. is a paid day off for many working people, and many people like myself take that time to have barbecues and go to the beach. Mm-hmm. This year, I went to Block Island, Rhode Island, with a small group of friends. Around a week ago, I started my official Senator TikTok page. It is a fun, lighthearted account similar to my other accounts. I post funny tweets and silly Instagram posts as well. I'm consistent with my behavior across all platforms. And that includes the TikTok video I posted on the beach that day. The alt-right and some of the GOP in Rhode Island and the U.S. at large have attacked me on social media for promoting comprehensive, queer, inclusive, and age-appropriate sex education. Even before the TikTok video I posted, some on the on the right have tried to paint me as a groomer for the work I have done fighting to protect young people from sexual assault and abuse by advocating ah, for a comprehensive okay. sex education curriculum. Well, that's the thing, though. I read, I read, okay. I read what I read some of the other perspectives on it, and some people felt like it was inappropriate for children. Then I think that she wants to um, really get into sexual pleasure. And not that she didn't say that in her. She um, didn't thing. say, of course, of course, she doesn't she didn't say, that. say that. So, I of course, say... she's not going to say it, but I, I'm going to read to you in a little bit what other people have said about her legend. It wasn't like, oh, it's comprehensive and it's healthy and it's good. No, people were like, okay, this is some ratchet stuff. That, that's how some people. Oh, really? About it. Yeah, yeah, I will say there is there are some curriculum out there. Um, that teaches children really age-appropriate ways to say um, what's inappropriate touch, um, what's appropriate touch. I have seen some curriculum that that seem to be pretty interesting. Um, yeah. What else does she does um, she say? She says, as a queer woman, as a queer black woman, again, she's grabbing labels um, for protection. I am used to this treatment. It doesn't make it okay, but I realize there are separate rules in society for me. I don't think there's separate rules. I don't know. How many of y'all... Separate rules. So she's talking about how she's been discriminated against. Right. Okay. But, but right. Which, which, I mean, and she's responding to the twerking incident. So I want to ask everybody in the chat. Um, I don't know how many of you are queer uh, Black women, but just so you know, everybody's welcome in this platform. We do not um, discriminate against anybody. But uh, how many of you feel that if you did what Senator Mack did, that it would be cool? Or do you think people would have a problem with it? And she says the rules are different. Like because I'm a queer queer black woman, I can't get stand on my head and shake my booty in a campaign ad and without people going off on me. How many of you think that if you did the same thing, people would probably have an issue with it? Starting with your mama. Your mama will be on the phone like what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, boys, I'm I'm being devil's advocate. I absolutely hear what you're saying. Um like it, I like to see black women get into politics because I really do think the world would be a better place if we were running the show more often. I would love to see that. And so I would love from to have someone in politics like a Michelle Obama, by the way, who my children can look up to in terms of image, in terms of just what she represents, in terms of how she carries herself. She's stellar. She and Barack Obama and a lot of the black women in Congress, let's just 
delete ourselves from the type of legislation that they push and party lines and everything. But if you look at them and you hear them talk and you see what they're about, they are respectable. And you really do want to have that sort of image. You want your children to see that image and to have somebody to look up to. And definitely twerking upside down is not the thing that you would like for people to see. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in terms of the image and in terms of setting a good example, she hasn't been doing that. And so, uh, but she is saying that I don't get respect anyway. You know, these people don't respect me. My voice isn't heard. I'm very frustrated here. And so I'm just going to do this and and be my lighthearted self. She's not going to separate herself professionally and personally, she's going to blend those two lines, which I feel like it should be separated. Like my professional self, when I'm a college professor, is not going to be the same person that I am when I'm a mom, you know? And so that separation needs to be there, but she's not separating. She's blurring that line. She's on vacation and she is just going to let it all rip and make that part of her campaign. Okay. I get that. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, you know, but I, I wouldn't think one thing I'll throw in there, though, is I think we got to be real careful about identity politics. You know, we got to be real careful about saying, I want to see more black women in office. or I want to see more black men in office. Um, be, you know, I want to see, you know, respectable. I said it's just great in terms black, of the image. I think it is good. But remember, white, Not people, but remember, white people control those images. Right. White, white people decide which black people are going to be. Exactly. On TV, I right? absolutely so if agree I, with Right. You. So if I was mm-hmm. able to pick the black people that got the most attention. Um, I wouldn't pick a black woman like this. I would pick a black woman like Queen Afua, who is yes. who is interested in the healing of exactly. black people, who wants black people to win, who wants black people to live and survive and have healthy families. That's what I would pick. I would not, you know, and the thing is that what, you know, what the poli- what politicians do and what America does and what media does is they handpick the black folks that fit who they think black people need to be. So they mm-hmm. so they'll go grab so so they'll look over and they'll say, "Okay, we got a guy like a Dr. Boyce Watkins who's going to speak intelligent about racism and economics and all the things that will make black people better. Or we can go grab Young Thug or, or or some rapper that, you know, that represents like a whole different type of culture. And I don't want to use Young Thug as an example because he's going through a hard time. But let's let's switch it up. Uh, Lil Yachty or somebody who's, you know, a drug addict from what I understand. You know, a guy who isn't going to represent black men in a light that does anything other than puts them in prison. You know, and I think that we got to kind of be careful because sometimes they only invite black people in the room when they're trying to have a circus. Absolutely. So, I mean, I didn't what I said was image, just how you carry yourself and the things that you do. I'm not talking about I totally agree with the handpicked and all of that. What you going to do It's their agenda It's their it's their country. They think it's their country It's mm-hmm. their agenda. And if you're not on the agenda, you um, you get the red light. And if you're on the agenda, you get the green light. However, um, I don't know if uh, we'll see how many votes she gets and how well she does in in her whenever her election comes up. Well, we'll see. Well, I'll tell you what, um, you know, I, I think people can do whatever they want to do. I, I, I do think at the same time uh, and, and she's young, she's 28 years old. So, you know, she I, like it's interesting. I think that because you and I've been on college campuses for so long, I can really almost like predict in advance what people are going to say based on how they were educated and what their background is. So the fact that she went to Brown and she she's, you know, on, on the left, I already know how she's going to feel about a lot of political issues. Like I know mm-hmm. which boxes she's going to check, on, you know, with a pretty high accuracy. And what I think 
black folks have to understand is that college campuses aren't just places where people get educated. They are also places where people get indoctrinated. Yeah. And, and they're not apologetic about it. I mean, they're just like, come yeah. to us. Like even, even I'm, I'm, I gotta agree with that because um, I'm a so social work professor and we're very deliberate. We're saying, if you want to be a social worker, you have to indoctrinate yourself into this. Mm -hmm. You know, it is, we, it is an indoctrination that happens very quickly for our profession because we believe you shouldn't be judgmental of other people because if you are, you cannot help them, you yeah. know? So we believe and, um, you know, we push human rights, the human dignity of the person. So we have values, you know, guiding values. And if students can't get on board with our values, they can't be a social worker. And I like that personally. Yeah. I, you know, I, so there's certain things that we, you know, proclaim. So um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think I think it's OK to have your perspective. I don't like the tyranny or oppression of other perspectives. Like, I don't like it when you the same way, you, you know, I'll hear liberals say, well, you shouldn't fat shame or you shouldn't slut shame. Well, I don't think you should shame people based on their political position. I, I saw a lot of people shaming. I, I have a lot of black friends that are liberal and a lot of black friends that are conservative. I really didn't see my conservative friends attacking my liberal friends for being liberal. But I saw mm -hmm. a lot of my liberal friends attacking my conservative friends for being conservative. And I think that's wrong because black people need our own solutions to things. We, you know, when you start getting into those, like, I'm going to check every liberal box known to man and I think I'm helping the black community, you're not really helping the black community, you're just helping the racists that happen to be in the Democratic Party. You know, I, I think so. I think that to me, an intelligent black person can grab solutions on the right and some solutions on the left and some solutions in the middle. You know, uh, we, 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 we shouldn't be, you know, she might not be controlled by the state. She, she repeatedly mentions that her body's not owned by the state, mm -hmm. but her mind is owned by the Democratic Party. You know, and a lot of black folks have been kidnapped in that way. But let me say this. I mean, I read, I read her bio. You want to hear about her bio? Um, well, I wanted to, you to read that article, but you go on to something else. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find it. I'm going to find it, I promise. Okay. Well, but by the way, she was on the rugby team. Um, I thought that was interesting. Oh, also, uh, in, if you look at our Wikipedia page, there's a mention of her mother and her family struggling financially. Yeah, she but, said I was poor. Right. But there's mm -hmm. no mention of the father, which is very common in situations like this. A lot of times when you see this... Um, you know, this very anti-patriarchy kind of mindset. Mm -hmm. It's usually, unfortunately, from a lot of young people who did not have a dad. So they they just kind of, um, it's almost like I wonder, and maybe you could help me with this, but I, but I wonder, like, what's that effect, you know, when you grow up and your father wasn't there or your father disappointed you? And you, you, you like Jamel Hill, when Jamel, when I read Jamel Hill's political opinions mm -hmm. i said i bet you every nickel in my bank account that she had a really tough relationship with her father wait so and, are you saying all liberals don't have a father no no, no i didn't oh say okay i was <laughs> curious about no, no, that no, no, like I, I what would, i would never say that i would never okay. say that. what i'm saying is that uh -huh. when you get this sort of very angry young black woman who's you know just aligning with a lot of these high left very leftist ideas anti-patriarchy whatever that a lot of times 
it comes with a comp- complicated relationship with their dad. Like Jamel Hill, I predicted it. I, I wrote in on Twitter when Jamel Hill started uh-huh. expressing her points of view. I said, I bet you she doesn't have a good relationship with her father. Does and she? then, yeah, I looked up an article and, it, and she said, I'm, I met my father for the first time when I was blah, blah, blah years old. And he'd just gotten over his heroin addiction. I said, boom, there you go. Your mm-hmm. dad disappointed you. So you've been pissed off at men ever since. I really, I wow. really. Wow. Okay. So you re- reduced all of that. Well, it's not re- it's not reducing it. It's a fact. Uh-huh. I I know it's in my own family. My father was a terrible person in terms of how he treated all of his children, and mm-hmm. my sister, who I met for the first time, is just like Tierra Mac. It's very. I mean, she would probably read everything Tierra Mac says and check every box. Uh-huh. And and I would argue that it comes from the fact that when we were young, my mm-hmm. my dad was not there for them. You know, he now I had a stepfather. I I, I was raised in a different household, but but she. You know, there were so no... you're you're saying that um, not only disappointed, I think you're saying abandoned. They have these abandonment issues. Maybe um, they were just abandoned and left. Maybe not, not abandoned. Maybe, maybe not abandoned. But uh-huh. you know, I I can I I just think about it like this. I say, what if my mother was never there for me? My mother was on crack, and yeah. I just I can't imagine if either one of my parents weren't there for me. Yeah, that right. would be pretty bad. Right. If I mm-hmm. if I had you know if I had no respect for my mom and just thought my mom was a piece of crap, there's no way I could have an experience like that and have a healthy relationship with women. Mm-hmm. My your mother is you know if you're a boy your mother is your first girlfriend, you know if you're a girl your father is your first boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I couldn't imagine where I'd be and and how I would operate if I didn't have a good healthy relationship with my parents growing up. Yeah. So, so uh-huh. Tierra Mac, I'm, I'm trying to find the article that you, you, you were. Can um, you find it? <laughs> I can't, I can't find, you know me, I, I go through um the internet, but, but yeah. So, so what do you guys think? I mean, do you think that there is room, you know, maybe, and maybe we're just getting old, like maybe like. Yeah. We, I don't want to be like, she's 28. She's the voice of, I don't know whatever generation that is. <laughs> well, she's the voice of her segment of that generation. Her segment of that generation. And, you know, it's a voice that I would say, I would say that segment has been oppressed. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to not validate her experiences, you know? And so um, I think it has been, <laughs> it's been a tough road. It's a tough road for black women and to be poor and to be gay. But does that it's mean you got to twerk on TikTok? No, it doesn't mean that you have to twerk on TikTok, but it means that that's what she did. And so she felt that she needed to do that. And it was just out of, she couldn't believe that this happened. She finished her first term. She had some frustrations. She did feel, felt oppressed in her position, her freshman term. And she's with some friends. She probably had a little too much to drink. And she was like, I'm standing on my head and I'm twerking upside down to just demonstrate my outrage. You know, it's my body. It's my choice. And I'm going to do what I want with it. That's what she's saying. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm saying I think I understand where she's coming from. Well, I do agree that you, you know, I'll tell you, you know? what, I do agree that you have the right to do what you want with your body. And I think that um, my position, is, which no one has to agree with, is that, you know, once a man's baby is in your body, it's not just your body anymore. And I think, and you know, because what you do with your body affects other people's bodies. It's just like, it's just like when they talk about men who cheat on their wives and bring home a disease, you know, and he can say, well, it's my body, my choice. Well, no, what you do with your body affects her body. 
So it ain't just your choice. Other people are involved now. So you can't make a decision in a vacuum anymore. You know, and I think that this is um this is part of the complication of some of what we've been seeing lately. Um, so, so let me, here, I found the article. Did you find it? Okay, go ahead. I'm going to read this. All right. So do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. You're watching Pillow Talk with Dr. Boyce and Dr. Alicia Watkins. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins and my wife, Alicia is a licensed couples counselor and she, um, is also a full professor of social work and, uh, her website is coachingwithdralicia.com. So if you'd like to learn more about her, um, activities and also you're doing speed dating in Atlanta. Man, we just confirmed. This has been in the works. Can I just say my life passion is to try to bring people together and see what happens. Mm. Let love bloom. (laughs) Well, you did speed dating last year at the All Bite National Convention. That was so much fun. And there were a lot of people that got together, by the way. But um, The, 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 the hookup lady. The hookup. I'm trying to hook people up. But we just confirmed it's been in the works for several months. And I just got a space. I just confirmed with my team, my new team together. Boys, I got a team now. Look at you. I am so, I feel like I you, have made it. You like um, <laughs> you like the, the new Kobe Bryant. The new Kobe Bryant on the spot. Very <laughs> nice. Slam dunk it. So we just confirmed like hours ago mm. that this is what we are actually doing. It We are actually having speed dating in person. And I, I, I love, I'm, I know the benefits of doing it virtually and online, but there is something with seeing somebody face to face and looking at them, sizing them up, seeing how they walk, how they talk, how they interact that you can't capture virtually. And so it is a small group. It's We're starting small. So it is a, a real small, intimate sort of setting. And it's you'll be able to just go on these mini dates with a potential person and I'm going to be standing there watching. <laughs> yeah, no, I know that they get you excited. It and does. So, so by the way, so if you want, if you want to join Dr. Alicia, one of her speed dating events, um, we're going to do it at the all black national convention for sure. So uh, make sure you get your tickets. That's going to be October 28th through the 30th. We did it last year. It was very successful. If you go to boyswalkins.com and you can check out the convention and some of the other things going on. And uh, also, um, if you get a free e-copy of my book, you'll be on the email list. And I will email everybody when we go to Atlanta. What's the date? July 22nd? July Friday, July 22nd, 7 p.m. sharp. And... Um, and oh, it's at the Legacy Center, the Black House. Yeah, of course. Oh, Jay Morrison. Jay Morrison and Ernestine Morrison. Yep, yep. Um, yep. Yeah. So I'm super excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, if you like, if you're into that kind of thing, or if you are B1 and you're looking to meet quality B1 people, then feel free to join us um, in Atlanta. And also, also, I'm, I'd like, I'd love to see if we can pull off digital speed dating. Bring people okay. together in a Zoom meeting, and, and you can do your matchmaking thing. I know that that's exciting for you. So it's exciting too, but in person is also yes, exciting. it is. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. So uh, as as Snoop Dogg said back in the day, back to the lecture at hand. All right, mm-hmm. so let me play this video again, and then I'm gonna read a little bit more of the article about Tierra Mac, uh, the Torkin senator. Um, that's our topic for today. So I'm, I'm gonna play the video for those of you that didn't see it earlier. So here we go. Senator Mack. Do y'all really just be coming on the internet without knowing how to do a simple Google search? I'm a state senator, baby girl. The United States got nothing to do with me. 
please do not hop on to the internet in 2022 as if the insurrection did not happen go talk to an insurrectionist go talk to y'all's old president don't come to me with this nonsense like please i don't know why i'm justifying this with a response but lol i literally won my election 60 percent to 40 percent i'm looking to get re-elected bye okay so <laughs> there's um, something not there's something not coming together for her well you know what i'll tell you what let me let me there's read something, let, there's something to miss in well, that um yeah. Okay, go ahead. Leave me read. something to miss. What do you mean? Um, there's something in her uh speech, in her gait, in her mm-hmm. uh LOL. I don't know. Something's not coming together for, for me really when it what, comes to her. I just what, I just you, wonder I wonder if there's a little bit of a um mental mm-hmm. issue there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I, I, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So, so let's see here. Um, so according to the New York Post, they said she's twerking overtime for your votes. A Rhode Island state senator is getting ridiculed um, for posting a campaign video of her twerking upside down in a barely there bikini. Democrat <laughs> Tierra Mac 28 used her official district TikTok page. So this is her official TikTok on the 4th of July to post a saucy clip of her shaking her booty while in a handstand on the beach. That ass, that ass, that ass. Someone can be heard saying admiringly before Mac, wearing a skimpy yellow bikini, turns to the camera and begs, vote Senator Mac. The state state senator advertised the clip as, quote, a promised senator thirst trap at Block Island. Okay. It was just one she posted uh, in the revealing outfit during her beach trip with another asking how many nip slips she was allowed. Okay. Um, What's a nip slip? Like a slip of the nipple where you, oh where, you t- where your titty goodness. pops out. Okay, there we go. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody said she's off. Hide your husband. Hide your kids. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, let's see. Uh, somebody said you already have three. One of her friends teased Mac, who describes herself as a black queer woman. Max twerk quickly racked up more than seventy thousand views with one admirer saying, "I need to see more politicians <laughs> doing this." Tempted to move to Rhode Island just to say this is my senators. Another fan wrote in support. Um, let me see here. Naysayers, however, quickly ripped her for needing to rely on a tacky stunt to get votes. Quote, if this is what's running our country, we are in serious trouble. One commenter wrote, <laughs> if her opponent doesn't use this video, do they even want to win? <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, if you're the opponent, I mean, it's easy. I, it's I a stand like, Thank you. <laughs> it, it rounds up the base for sure. Another accused her of having, quote, set the race back years with this, while another told her, I don't ever want to hear you complain about how women aren't respected in this country after posting this. Yeah, that's a good point. That is so great. That's a good point. You know, you, you know, you, you're, you're, you're coming out booty first and then wondering why people think you ain't about nothing but the booty. She got no self respect for doing that. Right, right. Absolutely. Right. Kate, yeah. you know, I think somebody said that, like, like KFC. If you're advertising a breast and a wing and, and a leg, then that's what people are gonna show up to want to eat. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna show up for your vegan offerings because no. you, didn't, you didn't mention that. You mentioned the breast, the thigh, and the leg, and the greasy fried chicken, and that's what people are gonna want. So, so I think that's important. And, and I remember um, Denzel. Remember, remember that uh, where Denzel was talking about that conversation he had with Harry Portier or Sydney Portier. I'm sorry. Or what? Either it was a Sydney Portier or Harry. Wait, Harry Belafonte. One of the two. Up. I think mm-hmm. it was Sydney Portier. Uh huh. And, and, and he got this offer uh, to be um, 
to be in a movie. And he said, that he, he said, I don't, he said he called the role. I don't think there's a title of the movie, but he called it the nigga who wouldn't die. And that was a big role he got offered. And he, uh. called, and he called Sidney Poitier and said, I got offered this big role, but it kind of disturbs me. I don't know if I should do this. And Sidney Poitier said, whatever role you take first, that's how people will define you for the rest of yes, your career. Yes, it will. You, it will be forever imprinted on your subconscious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about what <laughs> yeah. he's the guy that did that. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think Denzel took the role. And here we are. You know, Denzel's very picky about what role. I mean, he can be though. A shout out to Denzel. I saw him in Fences on Broadway. Yeah, I was oh, the, did you? I was in the third role. That's ah. when I. That's when I gained a real respect for his talent because he carried the whole damn play. When he wasn't in it anymore, it's like everything just kind of went downhill. Daggone it. It was like the Chicago Bulls without Michael Gordon. Yeah, but it's years and years of training, and he just understands the craft so well. Mm-hmm. And he could have easily been a sex symbol, and he did not go that route. Yeah, and he raised his son quite well. His son's oh, his son numbers. is phenomenal Yeah, as yeah. an actor. Shout out to Denzel. Can we can we just type the word Denzel in the chat and give that brother his props? For just carrying the torch and really, yeah, you know, same can, wife, married yeah, to the same lady the whole time, conducting himself in a. He's he's the LeBron of Hollywood in terms of just yes, black men that just you know maintain that level persona, no crazy scandals, you know, qu- high quality work. Uh, so anyway, it, all right, yeah. So uh, so here's what so it said: Tucker Carlson poked fun at Max's performance. <laughs> Playing the clip on his Fox News show and saying sarcastically that her demonstrated talent proved that she was, quote, the next rising star of the Democratic Party. So it takes Tucker Carlson to like, <laughs> why don't you pay more attention to her? <laughs> to her. So oh, funny. my God. We saw Tierra Mack head, head in the sand twerking and we thought, man, that's the Democratic Party, he quipped. Mac was unrepentant, keeping up the clip and replying to critics and even posting a video claiming that her twerk had been a powerful illustration of body autonomy. Okay. Well, you know, she got a point there. A body autonomy, yeah. She got a point there. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, it, it's okay if she's doing that. Body autonomy meaning like control of your body, not like, but then again, it's interesting. It's like, like a double meaning. Like I can control my body because I control I my body. I can control my body. Yeah. So it's, She's ready for whatever the consequences are for what she's done. She's proud in what she's done. She's not remorseful. She's not going to have a statement that's going to say, I'm really sorry that the young black girl who saw me do this, it's appropriate to do. (laughs) You know, she's not, she's not a moral, she's not going to take the moral high road. She's going to say, this is what I did. This is what I wanted to do. And there you have it. Okay. So she's not sorry about it. Oh, Sherry says, nope, her twerk was a signal that she leads with her behind and not with her mind. Oh, yeah. Oh, for mm, sure. That's real. For sure. Um, mm-hmm. The crux of the conversation about abortion is about body autonomy, she said. Also linking it to trans rights and intersex rights. See see how she's always checking boxes and labeling herself? Well, that's what she's she's about. She's right. all in that. But it's like, it's, like, it's like the Democratic Party handed her a list of issues that she must agree with and she just says okay whatever they want Uh that's what i'm gonna do so that's not autonomy to me that means you're just being controlled by a different pimp okay i gotta say i think she's a little outrageous even for the democratic party i think there are people in the democratic party that was like hey hold on so i think she's pushing it a little she's pushing i don't think that she is on board with the democratic party with this particular stunt Mm. i don't i think she's off script and I don't think they're that progressive because think about it. I mean, just because, let me tell you, 
in my life as a black woman, I have been discriminated against and oppressed by so-called people who ascribe to the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, come on, it's hypocritical. So you call yourself a Democrat, you call yourself a liberal, but when I interact with you, I'm on the receiving end of racism mm. and discrimination. They don't even know that they're doing it. Mm-hmm. So as far as I'm concerned, the Democratic Party and the Republican Party is just fingers on the same hand. Mm. Okay, so that's my position because I don't adhere to either party, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a Green Party person. <laughs> so... uh so let's just get that clear that I don't know. I think she's falling outside of what is comfortable even for the Democratic Party. Well, you know, um, I, I can't disagree. And remember, mm-hmm. there's, you know, there's a lot of um, diversity within the Democrat, within all the political parties. Right. Mm-hmm. So you've got the old school Nancy Pelosi Democrats and then you got the younger, you know, AOC um, type Democrats. Right. So. Um, ultimately, I, I think that that is um, incredibly true, what you just said. Mm-hmm. And I think as black people, um, I, I just, I, it, you know, she, she's used the word autonomy, right? And that's an important word, you know, autonomy. My, my body, my choice. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I would also say autonomy applies to your mindset and your beliefs. And when I hear her reciting talking points of the Democratic Party, I don't see a lot of autonomy. I see a person where if she deviated on those talking points, like let's say she deviated from the Democratic Party on trans rights or deviated from the Democratic Party on Roe versus Wade or deviated on LGBT or deviated on feminism, they would shame the hell out of her. They would shame the shit out of that lady. Well, they are so, shaming her. Right. Well, they, so they, well, she's not no, no, no. doing well, it. She's, not, but she's being, not doing it in the way that they think that they should do it. But I don't so think, I think I don't she's think a little out of pocket for them, even I, for them. I hear that for mm-hmm. sure, but I don't think they're shaming her. I think that they're they're defending her. And no, they have been and shaming they're, her. No, they're, they're, they'll cheer, no, there are plenty of people. There are lots of people uh-huh. that are cheering her on. And they, they're like, go black girl, go. Like, uh-huh. you know, like you go girl. Get anybody who says anything negative, they're just attacking you because you black and you queer mm-hmm. or they're body shaming you. You know, like they, they pull out all these labels. And my, my point is to say, that, you know, the way I measure um, intelligence from Black people I talk to is, you know, are you simply repeating every single checkbox of a political party or are you a person that has enough discernment to be able to jump jump the fence in certain areas? Like, like I know Black Republicans who will go along with the Republican Party on some issues and mm-hmm. then they'll say, you know what, on this area, y'all are wrong. I don't support this. We need to do, do, you know, do things different. Right? I respect that. But they don't care. Do you think they really care? Oh. Do you think either party cares if you, if they're, if they're the party in control? If you think the people that are really running Congress in terms of, um, in terms of their policies, so they have. I mean, we can have a viewpoint. It's two separate things. We can have an understanding. We do believe in gay rights. But what is that going to look like in terms of policy? What is that going to translate into in terms of policy? So we believe in that everybody should be pro-choice, but everybody has a different perspective on what that looks like in terms of policy and what that should policy and practice. People have different ideas about that, mm-hmm. what, what, how it should be carried out. So um, I think that there I don't know if she's on board with all of that. You know, well, I don't I don't uh-huh. think that she I think she's on board. If you go grab another 28 year old liberal black 
queer person, she's probably going to align heavily with this perspective. Maybe. You know, because what we have in politics, Mm -hmm. in my view, for a lot of black politicians is that anything goes as long as you get white people to vote for you. And that's where I get off the bus. That's where I kind of say, come on, like, you know, they, you don't understand. They like for you to be the outrageous clown. You know, they, they like for you to be the one who will do things that a lot of regular people won't do. And, um, and I think that that's how we fit in. That's how, you know, we're, we're almost like the, the kid who wants to be invited to the party. So we'll do anything that, everybody tells us to do so that everyone will like us. And, yeah, because and so you can stay. have friends. Yes, you can like, have here, friends. Take everything. You know, it's funny. I used to have, like, the kids would, like, bring their friends over, mm-hmm. and they would just be like, I'm like, what are you doing? You're, like, killing the plants here. <laughs> Why are y'all doing that? It's because they'll just do anything just so that they can have their friends. You right, know? right. And so, yeah, she needs to grow up. Um, And I think she will. She's 28 Mm-hmm. 28 yeah. so yeah. we have to allow people to evolve you know it can you imagine what you thought at 28 versus what you think now right at 48 That's or true. you know i'm talking to myself here you know mm-hmm. i mean what what do i think back then compared to what i think now like it was just it evolves so hopefully she will evolve. All right. Evolution. That's what we're hoping for. <laughs> yeah. By the way, um, on Pillow Talk with Dr. Boyce and Dr. Alicia, you can subscribe by going to boyceandalicia.com. And also we send lots of free stuff on mindset and relationships and also uh, how to build your wealth. So uh, feel free to go to boyceandalicia.com. This was our topic for yesterday. Uh, we talked about a uh, whether or not you should have, uh, sec- it's okay to have secret bank accounts. We talked about that yesterday. So feel free to subscribe and you can go take a look at some of that content. Also, I want to uh, remind everybody that today is the big day. Today we will start um, the Black Wealth Bootcamp. Uh, this is my thing. Uh, I'm doing a four-week Black Wealth Bootcamp on how to generate consistent income by selling stock options. You guys know my doctorate's in finance. I taught finance at Syracuse University for 13 years, and I love teaching my people. And so I put together a pretty powerful curriculum that will show you how to increase your income almost instantly uh, with uh, stock options and selling options, how to pick the right stocks, how to minimize your risk, how to make adjustments to your portfolio. I'll show you all of that. So if you're interested in joining us, we get started tonight. We're going to meet every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can go to boycewalkins.com. There's still a few more hours to sign up. Uh, and after that, um, we, you know, I might not do another boot camp for quite a while. So uh, feel free to go to boycewalkins.com if that's of interest to you. So I want to say thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us. It was real. Um, did you have fun, babe? This was in, it's, This woke me up, boy. I know, right? It yeah. was it was it was heavy. And I was Tierra. Was her name Tierra? Tierra Mac. Yes, mm-hmm. Tierra Mac. You know, and I know another Tierra, <laughs> Tierra KJ Williams, aka Miss Black Hollywood. Shout out to Tierra. Yes. Yeah, the to the real Tierra. The her. real she's the real she's Tierra. The real Tierra. That's the second fake Tierra. But anyway, um, we love you guys. <laughs> and if you could uh hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe uh to the channel, uh share this video. And we will see you all soon. I uh, hope you guys have a wonderful day. And um, and uh, we'll, we'll pop in with another Pillow Talk real soon. Take care. Okay. Bye, everyone.